0: What is going on, my friends? This is Gary from My Video Game News, MyVideogamenews.com, all that kind of good stuff. I am so happy that you're listening to this podcast. It fills my heart with happiness uh, that you're listening to this podcast. So, thank you so much, by the way. I know I always say thank you. I am very appreciative to anyone that listens to me talk about my favorite thing in the world, and that is video games. Today I'm going to be talking about E3 2021. I am actually thrilled that I waited. I know E3 2021 is uh, is in the in the rearview mirror at this point, but I wanted to talk about why I thought Microsoft and Nintendo had a really really good show. Um, and uh, again, I'm happy that I waited to record this podcast because there's actually some uh, some discussion going around and some rumors going around in regards to Nintendo. So. I hope it's a good podcast. I think it's one of the best, but uh, let me know what you guys think. And without further ado, let's get things started. What is going on, my friends? My friends, my friends, my friends. As of this recording, guess what? E3 is been completed it is done it is over with and this is going to be my e3 show now some of you may be wondering just because of how things work in the internet world and everything gets uh everything is like fast right like why didn't you do a uh a, what do you call it before this and the reason why I didn't do a uh, an impressions video or an impressions podcast is because I wanted some time to take in what I saw and what had happened and all of that kind of good stuff. So I'm going to be talking uh, Nintendo today. I'm going to be talking about Microsoft as well. Um, If you guys want to, you can call into the show and let me know what you thought about E3 2021. Um, It was nice to see the, uh, what do you call it, return in some form. Um... I should say the show in some form. Hopefully next year there's going to be, you know, bigger and bigger and bigger. But with all the way that, you know, digital events and all that kind of stuff happens, um, it's just, I guess it was just good to see E3 happen, right? The big two, okay? The big two, obviously, were at the show. Were Microsoft and Nintendo. And that's what we're going to be focusing on uh, today. We may talk a little Sony, but... Sony PlayStation 5 uh, is extremely hard to get still. Same thing with the Xbox. Um, and they just released Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, and it's getting really, really, really good reviews. They said it's a next-gen game, which is awesome. And uh, that, that's going to kind of segue into Xbox and what I wanted to see from Microsoft and Xbox. So we're going to kick it off with Xbox, and I'm going to be talking about Nintendo, so stay tuned for that. So Microsoft had one job to do. Okay, in my opinion, um, they had one job to do. And I guess they had three jobs to do. Now that I'm thinking of it, they had three jobs to do, in my opinion, for me personally. One, they had to show next generation games on the next generation Xbox, right? Series X. They had to show, um, I wanted to see a lot of Xbox Game Pass because that is, seems like they're bread and butter. And I wanted to see the third thing I wanted to see was games releasing this year, so I think they hit two out of the park, and one uh was was uh was there, but it didn't hit it out of the park as the other two and And during Microsoft's press conference, um they showed a lot of titles, and I felt like I saw a lot of coming in 2022 so it's almost as if we're really going to have to wait another year. Before we really, really kick off Next Generation in terms of Xbox Series X. Um, Now, with that said, the other two things that I discussed, um, they kind of hit it out of the park. It's nice to see Next Generation games from Xbox. I have an Xbox Series X. Um, If you've listened to a previous podcast, which hopefully you have, if you haven't, please consider a listen. Um, you'll, you'll notice I've had like an up and down relationship like a, like a start of a relationship with my Xbox has been a little rocky, but they kind of saved it at E3. And I say kind of saved it because i want to play next gen games now. However, with all of the stuff coming to Xbox, uh, game pass, they kind of saved it. Now, let me just start off by saying now, uh, hopefully I get some. I get some, uh, kickback from this. I really don't care for Bethesda games. The Fallout series, it don't do it for me. Um, Dishonored looks kind of cool. Doom looks amazing. Um, it's kind of hard to play like Doom in like at my house, we have a lot of little kids around. Um, so I, I you know, it, it just, I, I don't know. It, it, you know, that, that kind of really didn't do it for me. Right. So Bethesda, it's like, if you take that out, at first, I was like, man, it's kind of, uh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. But then, and this is why I didn't do the podcast right away, is I started to think about what was shown, right? Psychonauts 2 was shown, Age of Empires, Forza Horizon uh, 5, Halo Infinite, Back for Blood, The Ascent. These are all games coming this year, okay? Day one, when they're released, they're coming this year. 12 minutes, which is, looked looked all right, Um Shredders, which is a new uh, snowboarding game, which actually looked kind of nice. It's like it remind me of 1080 from uh, from Nintendo. Sable, Sable is a uh, a phenomenal uh, looking indie game. It's an open world game. I think that game looks really really good. The Gunk didn't know what that was. Scorn didn't care about that. Uh, what was the other one? Dark Alliance. That one looks pretty good. Hades is big. Hades was my game of the year last year. I would love to see it on the big screen and in wonderful, you know, 4K and all that kind of good stuff. Among us is going to be coming, which is day one, uh Flight Simulator, which, you know, whatever. Hello Neighbor 2, uh Aragami 2, and a game called uh Anacrusis, and I'm I'm probably butchering that name, right? Anacrusis is this first-person shooter where you work with, uh, with three other teammates, so there's four teammates in total, and you're shooting these aliens, all that kind of good stuff. So it, that, that kind of looked interesting to me. I like the style of the game, but the, the big ones for me were obviously Halo Infinite. No, no date on Halo Infinite, though. They just said this year. Um, I, have a, I have a feeling that um, uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. I have a feeling it might get pushed back. Maybe the uh, multiplayer is released first, or maybe they release, I, I don't know, I, I have a funny feeling about Halo Infinite, I don't know if they're going to release the full game in one shot, uh, obviously that, that's the plan, is to release the game, Halo Infinite did look infinitely better than, and you see what I did there, um, it looked better, it looked a lot better, and multiplayer looked amazing, Forza Horizon 5, guys. And I don't know if you're Forza players or anything like that. I know my buddy does not like Forza. He tried it. He tried it because I was posting screens on my um, on my Instagram. So if you have Instagram. Make sure you follow me on Instagram. It's just look for my video game news. I usually take screenshots of what I've been playing, whether it be mobile games or whether it be Xbox or Nintendo Switch games, stuff like that. I usually take a bunch of screenshots of stuff that I'm playing and say, hey, check this out. These look cool. What do you guys think? Stuff, you know, basically along those lines. So if if you are on Instagram, shameless plug here, find me on Instagram. So the more I thought about Xbox... And the more I thought about Microsoft, and the more I thought about what they did show, Uh, at first I wasn't like blown away. But that, because I was, there was like no Fable, there was no Perfect Dark, there was no, there was a lot of like, where's this game? Where's this game? The Rares game, I was looking forward to seeing Rares' new game. Um, I forget the name of it. I want to say Everwild, but I guess that's in like, uh, uh, What do you call it? Limbo. They're, like, restarting the whole game, apparently. I don't know. Uh, Some people were like, it looks like an indie game and blah, blah, blah. Like, that's a bad thing. But it's from Rare. And um, there's a lot of cool stuff, uh, you know, from Rare, I I think. But I thought the game looked interesting, to me at least. You know, I don't know what you guys thought. But I wanted it. So there was a lot of, like, no-shows. Same for Nintendo. There was a lot of no-shows for Nintendo, like Bayonetta 3. Uh, Supposedly there's a, a, a Zelda pack coming where you get Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. Um, that wasn't shown. Uh Bayonetta 3 was a big one for me. Uh, Metroid Prime 4 was not shown, but again, we're going to talk about Nintendo later. So there was a couple of no shows. I wasn't I didn't feel blown away by it at first. Then it seems like the gaming public really was excited about what Microsoft brought. So I said, "All right. Let me see." And then they keep tweeting out six games Day one on Game Pass. And currently I have Game Pass. I, I, I'm warming up to these games. And all the games that I've mentioned are day one on on Game Pass, right? Coming day one in the future for Game Pass, there's a ton of games coming out. The Outer Worlds 2, Contraband, Starfield, Redfall. Redfall actually looked kind of cool to me. It was one that they ended. A lot of people were criticizing it for because it was just a CG trailer. Um... I think it's kind of cool with the uh with the premise of it. It could be really, really good, but we'll see how that happens. Replaced uh Slime Rancher 2. Plague's Tale Requiem Somerville, Atomic Heart, Party Animals, Stalker 2. Um. There was a lot of. There was there's a lot of content coming to Xbox Game Pass. And for 15 bucks a month, guys, I I'm I'm sold. I'm sold. So now E3 It was an up and down ride for me I don't know how it was for you guys Because like I said at first I was like Not blown away by Microsoft And what they showed But then I got to thinking Okay well they look like they do got some stuff here And I'm going to want to play Halo Forza looked really 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 good Psychonauts 2 Guess what I'll check it out It's on Game Pass And I, I ended up Walking away with a more positive feel than I initially had, if that makes sense. I know some people right out of the gate were praising Microsoft and saying, Oh my gosh, they won E3, they won E3, this and that. Guys, Starfield was one of the big, 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 big games for Microsoft. That didn't do it for me. It's coming in 2022. I'm sure it's going to be an amazing game. But like I said previously in the podcast... Bethesda games like they don't to me at least they don't excite me and that's just me that is just me but it was Microsoft finally embracing the power of their new systems and this service of Xbox Game Pass that really had me uh excited about Microsoft right so we're gonna be seeing some games coming down next generation games thank god uh to be paired with this next generation's, uh, uh, service that Microsoft offers. And I'm very, very excited. I'm very hopeful for, um, for the, for the big games coming out for Xbox, right? So walked away pretty impressed with the Xbox. We'll see what happens in the, in the coming weeks and months ahead. Um, supposedly there are some showings coming out as well for, uh, for games for the Xbox as well. So, very, very excited. I'm eager to see what you guys have to say. So feel free to call into the show or get a hold of me on uh, social media. You get a hold of me on, on, on uh, Twitter, which is at MVGN. That's at MVGN. Uh, that's for me on Twitter. So let me know what you guys thought of the show. I Like I said, it, it turned out pretty good for me. So up next, we're talking about Nintendo. So stay tuned. Nintendo, guys, I'm going to be honest, when E3 rolls around, I am pretty much looking at one company, and that is Nintendo. I love Nintendo products, I love Nintendo games, I play a lot of good stuff with my family on the Nintendo. Um, I just, I, it, I guess as, even as like a little kid, I looked forward to Nintendo the most. So maybe that's why that kind of stuck with me. Um, over the years, I've showed love to Microsoft. I've showed love to Sony. It's just something about Nintendo that really, really gets me excited. E3 time. I don't know. Uh, maybe that's, uh, I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know exactly what it is. Um But Nintendo, I always always look forward to Nintendo the most this time of year, and I love me some Nintendo Direct. So Nintendo had an amazing E3 Nintendo Direct presentation, in my opinion. I think that they, uh, I thought there could have been more, right? I thought there could have been a little bit more. A lot of no-shows, like I mentioned before. Bayonetta 3, I'm looking at you uh, supposedly Mario, a new Mario Kart, um, Breath of the Wild was there, which is, which looked really, really good, it's coming in 2022, and there was a lot of rumors going around with Metroid Prime, uh, HD Collection, and, uh, like I said, Mario Kart, there was, uh, there was a lot of rumors going around, and it was nice to see what was shown during Nintendo's E3 Nintendo Direct, so, an all new Mario Party Superstars that's going to be coming out, which was uh, which was nice to see. They have a lot. Mario Party looks great. Like the game itself looks great to me. Um, I, I I think I'm going to pick this one up. I didn't pick up the one last year, but it this one looks good. Looks they always look fun, and then something always comes out, and then I always pick that up instead. So. I think I'm going to be picking up the new Mario Party. We'll see. We'll see what happens later this year. Um, I thought that was a very safe bet. I thought that was, you know, Mario Party sells. So, you know, it was kind of like we saw that coming, right? I I feel like we saw that one coming. And uh, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just we knew, Right. What we didn't see coming and what was really, really, really cool and the star of the show for me was the all-new 2D Metroid Dread. And that that game actually blew my mind, guys. It blew my mind. Now, Metroid, I have a goofy relationship with Metroid. I don't love the series, but I don't hate it either. I just don't play it a whole ton. And I know I might get, Hopefully, I get some stuff from uh, from people out there saying, "What do you mean you don't play Metroid? I played Metroid p- previously, and I liked it." But there are people that are diehard Metroid fans, and I'm I'm not as di- like I like my Zelda and I like my Mario more uh, more than Metroid. And I know you know most people might like Zelda and, and, and Mario more than Metroid, but uh, you know I I play more Kirby than I do Metroid. So um, but this game, Metroid Dread, has been in development limbo for years and years and years. Um, it was rumored years ago, and then they canned it, and then it was rumored again, and then they canned it, and now they revived it on the Nintendo Switch. The game looked really, really cool. It's a 2D, like I said. It's it's I think it's the first time in they said 19 years that they've returned back to Metroid's roots, Samus's roots. So I was blown away by that. A lot of people were rejoicing. And I'm kind of glad that I waited to do this podcast because there's a lot of people out there now today saying, is Metroid worth it at $60? Is a 2D game worth it at $60? Like, and there's been a lot of backlash. There's been a lot of people saying, and there's been a lot of both sides. Both sides are saying, no, man, this is a 2D game for for 60 bucks, you know, blah, blah, blah. Here's the thing, guys. And I forget who said it. I really wish I would have. I think it was um, Spawn Wave, I want to say, on Twitter. He said, guys, people drop money, like tons and tons of money, myself included, on a free game, right? Free. Think think Fortnite, okay? Fortnite, uh, at least the Battle Royale part, is free. And guess what? We drop at least 20 bucks every battle pass. I say at least because we have one for, we have Fortnite on Switch. We have Fortnite on PlayStation 4. I have Fortnite on my Xbox, but I have not purchased a battle pass on my Xbox, uh, for Fortnite, but people, they shell out money for skins. They shell out money for, uh, uh, battle passes. They shell out money for, uh, cosmetics and games. They shell out, and they shell out a lot of money. I probably have shelled out God, I don't even want to think about how much money just in a free game alone, right? So to get a complete game for 60 bucks, one that's made by Nintendo nonetheless, if it's a 2D game or not, it's it's nine, usually. I'm sorry guys, 10 times out of 10, Nintendo really takes care of their franchises, okay? And I feel like Metroid and Metroid fans have been waiting for something like this type of game, for a while, I, don't get me wrong there's there's people out there. I'm looking more forward to Metroid Prime 4. However, this Metroid really, really has me interested. I already pre-ordered mine I'm fingers crossed. I actually got the uh the collector's edition ordered so I, and like I said, fingers crossed because I couldn't believe, but everyone was like, it sold out, it sold out, it sold out. I typed it in on target just just to see, and I'm like, holy crap, it's right there." I pre-ordered it, bought it, so we'll see what happens. And other games that Nintendo showed, I mean, Metroid was the big one, right? We just spent a lot of time on Metroid. Metroid was the big one, but uh, they also announced a new WarioWare, Get It Together. I thought that looked, uh, it looked fun, right? Again, another safe safe bet, like, the, like Mario Party. Mario and Rabbids, Sparks of Hope, that's coming next year. That looked really, really good from uh, Ubisoft, and the game looked, the game looked amazing, and it's nice to see that. That game is getting a sequel because the first one was really, really good. Um, Advance Wars One and Two. Now, this is a reboot of the first one and the second one, and I thought this was a, this was a nice little surprise that the fact that we're going to be getting a Advance Wars um, Shin Megami uh, Tensei Five. That looked really neat. That thought I thought it was interesting. I probably am not going to get it to be completely honest. Um, but that that had that that had that piqued my interest, definitely. Um Worms Rumble, uh Strange Brigade, Dragon Ball Z, Astria Ascending, Two Point Campus, Cruising Blast. I remember those cruising games, and that actually looks pretty good. Um, Just Dance 2022, Doom the Ancient God, Skyward Sword, HD comes that that comes out next month, and so does uh Monster Hunter Stories 2. Fatal Frame was shown, a new super monkey ball, um, Am I missing one? I think they showed Mario Golf as well. So I don't think that's it for Nintendo. If it is, we got to remember that they also have the remakes for Pokemon coming out as well as the all new Pokemon coming out. And I think they said January, right? So there's a lot of content. Um, Breath of the Wild 2, of course, is going to be next year. And uh, I I thought that that was going to happen. And like I said previously... I'm glad I waited to record this podcast because now it is being rumored that The Legend of Zelda uh Wind Waker and Twilight Princess HD will indeed be released later this year. Now, a lot of people are saying, "Well, why wasn't it shown during E3? And why wouldn't Nintendo decide to show it? Like why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they do that?" I can tell you exactly why they wouldn't do that and it's because they have a $60 port of one game coming out uh, next month in Skyward Sword HD. So I would imagine that they want that game to sell as much as they can, and then they could drop a surprise on gamers um, maybe after the game's been out in a month or uh, or two months or something like that. Maybe they'll have another Nintendo Direct, uh, and they say, hey, we want to celebrate... You know, maybe maybe give us an update on Breath of the Wild too, and say, hey, also we have this coming out, and it comes out in a month or two months. So, they could insert that as well. Um, there was someone on Twitter basically that confirmed it; they were like 100 Zelda Zelda fans. Just sit tight. Um, and again, the argument of well, why wouldn't they show it at E three? In my opinion, it's because they have Skyward Sword HD coming out, which is one game for 60 bucks i don't think that they would uh i think they nintendo seems to release games let them and let them take the uh the the stage so to speak for a little while and then they'll make the announcement later so we'll see we'll see what happens no nintendo switch pro as well uh i don't know what's going on with that system we'll see I'm sure by next, uh, podcast, we'll report that it's coming, and Bloomberg reported it, and we have pictures of it, Nintendo won't officially announce it, so we'll see what happens, guys, but that, that is my wrap-up for E3, I, I really want to concentrate on those two companies, because those are the two companies that were there, um, in a big way, Square Enix, I guess, uh, their, their show, was, their show was terrible, um, Ubisoft was, uh, eh, you know, like, not, there was nothing surprising, um, You know, So I I wanted to talk about the big two and why I walked away impressed with both, Microsoft as well as Nintendo. So let me know what you guys think. Uh, You can actually get a hold of me. Like I always say, find me on Anchor FM, my friends. You could actually call into the show. Call into the show. Let me know what you thought about E3. What game excited you the most? Let me know. So other than that, my friends, stay tuned. I got more and more and more content coming to you. Make sure you hit subscribe to the podcast. And if you have notification, turn it on. That way you can know when I'm going to be dropping a new podcast. So that's going to do it for this show, my friends. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got something out of it. I hope you guys are well. And uh, we'll see you on the next podcast. Bye bye